You gotta beat the man. And that's the bottom line because Soto said so. With a million. WW Pod, been a while. Mike, it's been a while. James, it's been a while. Been a while since we've been talking over the interwebs. It's just been a while in general. WrestleMania has been and gone, as you may or may not be aware. Lots of other stuff's happened. Brock Lesnar's doing a UFC fight at this weekend. Mike, <laughs> I kind of ran out of things to say. You've run out of things to say after 46 seconds or whatever it is. Yeah, well, that, that's longer than a lot, lot of my... Never mind. Right, okay. You were going to say sexual encounters, weren't you? Yes. To be honest, uh, I'm I'm surprised that you even needed to mention that most of your sexual encounters last less than a... uh, What's what's the word I'm looking for? Randy Orton Pop. Um, That's the one, yes. (laughs) Did you know? Did you know that Randy Orton peaked? Uh, 12 years ago, around this time, possibly, in, July, August. In, 2000, in 2004, I believe. Uh, he did peak, yeah. Um, Just, what? Is, a Ran, is a Randy Orton pop a method in the sort of sexual uh, film industry? A Randy Orton pop? Yes. A Randy Orton pop, or, uh, or what, yeah, what, what that basically means is... It, it, Premature. It's premature. Having said that, and disappointing. Uh, having said that, this year the term has changed for the first time in, in ten years. It's now called a Zack Ryder Intercontinental Championship run. <laughs> so there we go. Even even I, even I can last longer than that. I think anyone can last longer than that. Do you think that that, that should be premature premature ejaculation, which? It clearly is a sensitive thing for some men, but shouldn't he advertise it saying that you know guaranteed to last longer than my Intercontinental Championship run? I mean, I mean that that could almost be an advertising slogan, couldn't it? You mean as in if you put a an advert on say a singles website, then then may, then you should say hello, I, I I'm Mike, I'm 31 and six foot tall, I'm guaranteed to last longer than the Zack Ryder title race. Yes. Well, no, not many people will get it, but the woman who does get it, that's the one for me. It absolutely is, isn't it? Yes, yes. <laughs> so, but I mean, I, I mean, interestingly, so, so I, I look happened. Yeah, as I mentioned, yes. obviously Brock Lesnar is fighting UFC this weekend against a guy called mm-hmm. Mark Hunt. Brock Lesnar is all whoa, 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 against a guy called Mark what? Hunt. Yeah, I know. If you oh, say, that's if you just say it really incredible. quickly. It probably sounds like my see you next Tuesday, but yeah. When you say probably, yeah, you mean it does. Yeah, uh, Mark Hunt. It sounds like a northerner, maybe saying it. I don't know. Uh, what a northerner? Ah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Say, but really yeah. Say, 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 Mark Hunt very quickly in different accents. You're, you're, you're the specialist here. A lot better than I am. Okay, should we go with Irish? Okay. Just so Mark Hunt. Yeah, see, it could, couldn't it? If you, if you're that way inclined, you're a bit sick in the head, and a bit yeah. rude. It could sound rude. I don't think you need to be sick or rude. I think you just need to be a listener to WW Pod. Well, I think by default, then you're sick, rude, and both. I think there is a sort of crossover between people. Are you saying that the sort of people that we appeal to, who I have once or twice referred to as the WW Podophiles, as people who enjoy wrestling, 
filth, disgustingness, and saying the word Mark Hunt very quickly so it sounds a bit like a swear word. Yes. I love you all, our listeners. I really do. So he's going up against uh, Mark Hunt at the weekend. Interestingly, though... Um... Are we, do, do you think... We, do, don't say it too slowly. You're just beating around the bush. Hey! <laughs> Lol. Very good. Very good. I think we've paid... Goodbye, everybody. Um, in 2004. Well, no, no, we, we, we peaked at 0004 hours on uh, July the 8th. So, hang on, four minutes into the day, if you go by the 24-hour clock thing, we've already peaked. Does that mean the rest of my day is going to suck? Let's hope not. It started off well. It started off well. Put it that way. It, start, it started. It started. spring, it? It, it? started by me being able to say Mark Hunt on the radio and I'm not being rude. Yes, yes. Who is Brock Lesnar's opponent? No idea if he's yeah. going to win or not. To be honest. Yeah, I've heard talk that this got. Uh, uh, this is impossible. I've just now got an image of Brock Lesnar fighting the enormous vagina. <laughs> Who's a, a an enormous vagina that's good with his fists? Oh no, that's wrong as well. Oh dear. Well, I, I wonder if that if that that, that, that particular um, uh, anatomy is. Uh, Brother or sister Go to uh, the hand that the lovely <laughs> May Young produced back in the Attitude Era. Do you know that the hand that May Young gave birth to went on to play uh, the fit and went on went on to play Thing in the Adams Family uh, movies? No, that's because I just made it up. Oh, yeah. I think you should put that on the Wikipedia. Try it try and get like... that onto Wikipedia via. Uh, on May May Young's neck. Well, well, unfortunately, she's passed away. So people might not look at that particularly nicely, to be honest. They might think you're being rude, I guess. But if I they if I put it on the May Young Wikipedia, right, people might find it a bit weird. But then if I go on to the Adams Family movie uh, Wikipedia and say that the artist of played thing also played May Young's hand son uh, in Don't Agree. That might be right. It's sort of st- slightly bit removed. Yes, people... I think so. I think I think that that might be okay. Um... The thing is, though, I I reckon if people went onto Wikipedia and saw that, they wouldn't think, "Oh God, that's disgusting." They just go, "Oh, good of me, young." What other things do you think we could change and make believable on Wikipedia? Uh, there is. I did a thing. There's years ago, the guy who ran, I think it was NME or one of those websites. Websites and magazines put out a rumour that I'm sure you've heard that the sax solo on the famous song Baker Street was played by Blockbuster's TV show Bub Holders. Oh. Which I think is marvellous. But there's also one I quite like that I think you and I could put about, which is David Bowie invented Connect Four. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, which is, which is again about obviously son who sadly passed away. But it's pretty good, isn't it? It is good. It is good. Good old David Bowie. How, how about Jake the Snake Roberts invented the Limboed? Yes. Yes, you know the darts, you have to, how low can you go? He invented that. That was invented by Jake Roberts using one of his snakes. See, that's quite realistic. And when you put it in that context and don't explain it further, a lot of people could believe that in 10 years' time. I think, I think most things I say, if you explain them further, they unravel quite quickly. Yeah, but, but, but that is explaining it just enough to make it believable. You know, I really enjoyed, but I don't think did that well. Um, TNA Impact Final Deletion. No, I've not even heard of that. Is it gone finally? Watch it. No, it's not gone. Hardy versus Hardy. There's, cra- <laughs> there's crazy skits. There are crazy skits about it. I haven't watched it either. Um, because uh, it's not. 
But it's not actually called Final Deletion. It's yes. Final Des- yes. Deletion. Well, it is. Yeah. It's, I don't think it's an, 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 an what? It's not an actual pay per view. Wait, I'm confused. It, it, tell me it's not called Final Deletion. I, I assume you made that up as a joke because the show needs to be deleted. It kind of, yeah, it probably does. Yes. Um, I'll tell you what, I, yeah, it probably does. What, I'll tell you what I'll do. What I'll do is while we're actually talking on Skype, yes. I will send you a image from Final Deletion. Please do. And I won't explain any further. And and on that image, you need to decide whether you want to watch it or not. And should I explain it to the boys and girls listening? If, yeah, yes. They, yes, there we go. I'll send you the image. Now, on that image, okay. that, do you want to watch it? Let's have a look. Okay. Um, James Kelly shared a photo. Let's have a look at it. Um, if I click this. Yeah, live um, reaction, boys and girls, live reaction. Okay, it's opening now. I thought... Uh, 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 ooh! That is an incredibly sex... That is an incredibly sexually charged Matt Hardy. It is. Launching a ladder into his brother's neck. Who's got something on his head. I don't quite understand what's going on there, but yeah. It's the turnbuckle pad. Uh, yes, nice one. Yeah, there we go. And Matt Hardy seems to have Seth Rollins' hairdo. Badly, though. Done badly. And the referee looks really, really sinister. Sinister minister. Yes. Yes. So based on that based on that one image, are you gonna are you gonna maybe try and watch it? Well, I don't know because I'm more thinking about what porn sites Matt Hardy must be on based on that face. <laughs> That's very true. Um yeah, basically for the Hardy versus Hardy feed. Some bit like Marmite, some people have loved it, some people have disliked it. There we go. Uh, okay, well, I'll, I'll be curious to have a look at some point once I get done with the Matt Hardy adult film uh, marathon. I'm going to run tomorrow Fantastic. Evening Fantastic. while the missus is out. <laughs> so um, we've got okay. Back to back to, back to Brock yes. Lesnar. He's obviously fighting Mark Hunt. Um, and I've got to really concentrate now when I say that. Having said that, it's all, it's always difficult to concentrate when Mark Hunt is. Oh uh, no. Um, having said that. Yeah, the, the, well, the big rumour is uh, that uh, it's been revealed who his opponent's going to be for SummerSlam. I have heard this. Who is it? Well, I've heard it's a returning Randy Orton. Yeah, yes, it is. Now, on the one hand, that's quite cool. Even though you and I are not big Orton well, fans, we know this because he, he peaked 12 years. Is it, though? I mean, other than... The only fact is we haven't seen Lesnar... And Orton, Orton for a while, good, good long while, and we haven't seen nearly yeah, a year, and we yeah. haven't seen Lesnar for a while. So, but it, it's still a match that no one really wants. I don't want to see. I'm only interested in it because okay, we're seeing Randy Orton. It'd be interesting to see if he's decided that headlocks are still the way to go, etc. Because <laughs> um, Brock Lesnar has quite a large head. He does, he does. But Randy Orton's coming back from injury, and Brock Lesnar's yes. the suplex machine. Uh, do you really, oh, that's a good point. Really want to be suplexing? I'm not too sure what round on, on, on his injured shoulder. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yes, that is a very good point. Every time, every time his injured shoulder is mentioned, I always see that clip on YouTube. Randy, Randy, on injuring his shoulder. Do you remember that one? He's you, slamming his hands on the floor when... and he does it a bit too hard and hurts his shoulder. 
Oh, I forgot. Was that this injury? No. Okay, I think I remember that happening, though, when he was doing his weird sexual predator RKO thing. We're having a lot of sex references. <laughs> yes, wrestling with more Mark Hunt. Um... Thing is, is it am I am I disgusting in that my first thought when we said Brock Lesnar has a large head is that a large head could be dangerous for Mark Hunt. In... <laughs> dangerous God. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've made myself feel. I think I think I, it's getting it's getting to the point where WWE Pod. I think the title of the show should be this. Really, should be on youporn.com, but I mean, or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so. I did like, it's basically become like a carry-on podcast, this, this one, isn't it? It is, it is, it is. Um, we're back with a bang. Me? Um, so, uh, so <laughs> the state of wrestling in 2016, I'd probably say is, yes. is, I think it's actually really good. Hey, that's good. I haven't heard you be positive about it for a while. No, if you don't no but I mean, Kevin Owens, like last I'm... year, is, is here. You've got... Um, Oh, that's my best impression of Sami Zayn. Um, oh, I see. Yeah. Um, but we've got a lot of new blood who they, as like last year, but I think there's more people now who they're pushing. Um, mm. And and the reason why is is this big rumor of the brand split that's gonna, supposedly going to be happening at some point. I don't think it's a rumor. It's been fully announced. It's happening yeah. in two weeks' time. Now it is. How do you yeah, feel about that? How do you feel I think it's well the, the brand split. Mm. I think it's a stupid idea. You do. You? I do. Now, I, if, if, I, I, the reason is is basically it worked. It wasn't that good last time, and it'll be. Uh, and are they going to split the championships again? I don't know. No one knows yet. And uh, it basically means we're going to have some great wrestlers on one show and great wrestlers on another show, and either they'll never face each other, which sucks. Or they'll end up facing each other all the time, in which case the brand split is meaningless. Well, you say that. I think they'll face each other, possibly at the Royal Rumble, maybe uh, uh, maybe a couple of matches at WrestleMania and maybe SummerSlam and the Survivor Series. And if they stuck to that, it would actually mean something for Survivor Series again, for example. Yeah, the best of Raw versus the best of SmackDown. Yeah, that's true. If they stick, if they stick to it, I agree with you completely. But yeah, but the problem is sticking to it, and it ended because it failed last time. But I can only hope that that this will make them push more talent. But still, the brand split is what the thing that kind of was a bit fake about it is. It's it's almost like they tried to have SmackDown versus Raw, tried to make them rivals, but surely. That's basically saying I'm moving to the McDonald's down the road that's owned by the same person slash franchise. Bye. You know, you, you know what I mean? I mean, you mean that they didn't have their own identities? Not really. No, they're they're both owned by WWE. Okay. okay. I mean, what is it? I'm, I think we wouldn't. I play my used to play my SmackDown versus Raw or WWE 2K. 15, 16, whatever. I ended up, you can, you can change the universe around and edit all the shows. And I always did a storyline where WCW came in, I know they can't now, and basically it was called WCW Thursday Night Nitro, as an example. And then you had Monday Night Raw. Now, yes, WWE does own them, but I think WCW might still be a big enough name, possibly, to get a few older fans thinking, okay, I might try this out, yeah. Maybe you bring back a few nostalgia stars just for a couple of months, not to, you know, mm-hmm. and then make it WCW Thursday Night Nitro. As, that's what I would do, Mike. Yeah, simply because it gives it a much stronger identity. I mean, you've got the network for your hardcore fans that can watch as much WCW as you want, and that might give that might get people to subscribe 
to watch that content and then and then you're putting out this new and you've got the wcw champion and the wwe champion so rather than have the wwe champion and then the world heavyweight champion and you're thinking what means more i think with that with that idea having two proper identities i think the belts mean just as much and you've got and then you can have invasion storylines three or four years down the road with stars that identify as wcw and WWE, and then when, and then sometimes you will get defections. I'm joining this side and stuff, and it would mean more than just SmackDown versus Raw because SmackDown has always been, Mike. I, I'm sure you agree, has always been the B show. Definitely, yeah? definitely. very rarely has. Yeah. It, I think the only time I think when SmackDown was arguably doing better figures was, I think when uh, Triple H was boring everyone on Monday Night Raw, and it was Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle era on SmackDown. Oh, yeah, it's quite early in the brand split. Then. Yeah, yeah, quite early, and and I think a lot of people felt when and this was funny enough when Paul Heyman was at the uh, helm, um, SmackDown was the better, the better and more successful show. I mean, I yeah, I'd like you. I think is it really going to work? I don't think so, because SmackDown is just another wrestling show. So why now is it going to be the brand split? It's going to confuse a lot of people as well, like a lot of casual watchers. Which is why I still I strongly think they should completely name it, get rid of Bin SmackDown then maybe, and call it another wrestling company, even though it's owned by WWE. That might confuse people as well. I don't know, but I think it might mean more. If they, you know, three four years down the road. But there we go. That's my rant over. You know, no no problem. No problem. When you mentioned WCW, my first thought was eh. I first thought that. Yeah, I adored WCW, as you know, but my first thought was that was 15 years ago. Would it still mean much? But the more you went into your, as you call it, rant then, the more I thought, hold on. That, yeah, that could work. Because you say we're given its own feel, its own identity. So... Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Well, yeah, and and the idea—I mean, I've always done it on obviously my computer games, but I, I wasn't—I wasn't really going to mention it until you basically talked about the identity, and I thought, oh, actually, yeah, okay. And then that—that—that's why it kind of sprung into my head um, uh, to to mention that. And and I think you—and I think you hit the nail on the head, um, where the reason why the project didn't work is because it didn't have its own identity. At all, SmackDown was just another wrestling show, and now you're trying to make it as a di- as a raw, a different brand, but it's still WWE. It does it. It's very difficult. It's hard to make sense, isn't it? Um, it's almost like you go, oh yeah, we've got Manchester United and we've got Manchester United, well, well B team or whatever, going against each other. That's yeah, what like, it feels like, like. Ma- Manchester United, Manchester United reserves or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're thinking, okay, well, yeah, they're rivals, but they're batting for the same team. Um, etc. You know, like you know, it doesn't make any sense. Whatever. So. And also, one thing that crosses my mind is it's a bit like, as you said, Man United versus Man United reserves, because usually all the big stars yeah. are on Raw. And and the concern I've got is fair enough. They'll try. I'm sure it'll be very balanced, probably for the first year, so maybe longer. But but but. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, hope, yeah, hopefully. But the minute, and it will probably be Monday Night Raw. Is getting the bigger numbers. They're going to concentrate once again, uh, you know, you know, year maybe even less down the road on Monday Night Raw again, and SmackDown will very quickly become the B show. I think after about twelve or so months. I think you're probably right there. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I will say, it's quite cool that now uh, they're both on the USA network. That's going to help things. For, uh, yeah. Yeah. Whereas for a while during the brand split, for a while, I mean, at first SmackDown was on uh, network television, I believe rather than cable, but then after a while they were both on cable, then SmackDown ended up on some quite weird, obscure channels. So my network 
TV or so, or was that TNA? I can't remember, whatever it was. Anyway, uh, but either way, the fact they're both on the same channel could help make it seem a little more balanced as well. Because uh, in theory, they're going for the same market. But, ah, well, I'm going to get to myself here. But is it better, as you said, as you <laughs> said, I don't know what that meant, to go for two different markets, i.e. like Raw and NXT, are two different markets in a way. So I, I like the idea of, of it being something like WWE Raw, WCW SmackDown, and NXT, three completely different shows, mm -hmm. all owned by WWE. I love that idea, but I don't think we'll see that. No, and, and once again, speaking about identity, NXT has a very different identity to WWE, doesn't it? Yes, it's it's done so well. As we said beforehand, NXT could not be presented better. It really could. As a huge alternative to WWE, even though it is WWE, it's so well done. The best in Triple H's ever done. And I, I'm, and I say that because uh, I wasn't a huge fan of him as a wrestler, but loving his work with NXT. Yeah, that, that is, yeah but NXT is wrestling done right. And I'd argue from a creative yes. point of view, um, the fact is that I'd say NXT is a better product. Uh, and it's more consistently a better product over the last probably I'd say you know eighteen twenty four months than WWE's been given us because they're paying. Yeah, it's very it's very consi very consistent. Definitely, you're yeah. right. Yeah, I mean we we you know we get good. I mean I mean a lot most of their storylines are solid as opposed to WWE. Some of their storylines are solid, and the others are just oh, okay filler. It seems like, but in NXT you you care about nearly every wrestler there, um, a, a lot more so than you do in WWE in WWE. And do you know why I think that is? Why, Mike? NXT, its storylines, it keeps it simple. When you think yeah. about it. You know, in, in, in NXT recently, uh, it, at the last TakeOver show, there was a match, you know, a good match, between Shinsuke Nakamura, who I love. He's so freaky and weird, and yet I can't stop... I cannot stop thinking about his matches. <laughs> He's so weird. Um, have you seen any of his matches uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, since he's been in NXT? Yes, I've seen I've, I've seen snippets of some. I saw all of the one. The, you know the one at the WrestleMania weekend against Sami Zayn. His first yeah. one. Oh yeah. my god! That was his first one. It was a, it was his debut, and it's still the best match I've seen this year. It was unbelievable, and it's like in in NXT. Just just an example. You have Nakamura versus Austin Aries, who's also great. Reason they want to see who's better. That's it. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And yeah, we won't have a fight. I want to be number one. I want that belt because I'm better. Anything like that, nice and simple. Not you slept with my cousin, sister's former roommate. I'm going to beat you up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And yeah. I do, yeah. And things, you've always been a fan of those simple ones, yeah, haven't you? Yeah. And, and, and NXT really does. Yeah, that I mean, well. don't get me wrong. Complicated storylines are great. But when you are always doing it, seemingly, probably, you know, 50% of the time, it doesn't mean anything. So if you keep it simple yeah. and then you do have a, a, a more contrived storyline, that storyline itself then is, is going to mean more and arguably stand out. But yeah, you're right. Keeping it simple. Um, it's Because at the end of the day, wrestling is, is a sport. May, you know, may the best man win. Mm. I'm better than you. Mm. We'll see who wins. That's it. You know, you know what? I'm going to do one of my, as I've done a lot of, and I hope people don't get sick of this, musical uh, comparisons. It's like, there's, there's, uh, if you take uh, a good example, right? There's a band, a rock band called Dragonfall. Okay. Right? Okay, they're, they're quite a modern band. They're, their songs are very, very complex. They're brilliant, but they're incredibly complex and different. And so not a lot of people know about them, even though musically they're very advanced, right? Then there's the Beatles, all right? 
They their songs could not be simpler, and yet they're absolutely beautiful, and they're a hell of a lot more famous than Dragon Force. No offense to Dragon Force, because they keep it simple, and they well, they take something simple and do it really well. Rather than and this is not stuck against Dragon Force, taking something complex and doing it kind of for the sake of it. Yeah. If that makes any sense, yeah, it doesn't have to be ridiculously complex. I like Dragon Force a lot, but it doesn't have to be that really complicated. It's just if you've got the right people doing it and it's done well, you can keep it simple. NXT is a great proof of that, great show of, of that, for lack of a better term. Yeah, no, I think that's yeah, wonderful. I completely agree. And that's a really good analogy. And it, thank you. And it doesn't mean need Matt Hardy doing unspeakable things to his brother, Viral Adder. No. I'm not saying that's always bad, but there we are. Yeah, I, I, and then you've got in. Was that was that was that the chair? No, no, anus? that was my anus. I farted on the show. Did like, you really? yes. My I know. God. no, it's, it's 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 not the first or last time I farted in the show either. It's fine. I did it ninety seconds ago. I just covered it up really. Have well. you covered it up? By doing it slightly quieter than you did. Yeah, right? I didn't. Clearly, the mic on my new Mac is very good. Well, that's good. And clearly so is the internet connection, because you've had no trouble. Well, yes. Yeah, uh, when I came in, I did have to reset it, funnily enough. I, it was uh, offline for some reason. That uh, you mentioned I, it. I, I, got, I, I got a new provider recently. So far. Oh, well, brilliant. Who's your provider, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, Speed T. Speed T. Oh, okay. I'm not heard of are they They're good. No, no, no. no BT, oh, I thought you said Speed T. I was like, what? Oh, good, because I'm looking at my new house. I, um, I'm, I'm looking at BT. Uh, so. It, it's I've only had it for literally about three days, but so far, based on the show, it's based on good. oh, good, good, BT, good. Yeah, I, I originally was with Talk Talk, and it was. Horrible. And we Talk Talk now. Funny enough, there we go. That, that that would be why you had to reset it. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they don't offer the best customer service I found either. No, really? Talk Talk. No, I've had a few problems with them. So lately, they've been all right. Um, but but there, yeah. So uh, there we go. But yeah, Talk Talk uh, for me. Um, I new house. I wasn't looking at talk to Put it that way. Do you know who needs help with uh, when it comes to the talk talk? No. Roman Reigns because he can't oh, he's also do suspended. It. But yes, yes, and he's suspended. The fucking idiot. Quite frankly. Yeah, and uh, now they're trying to reel it into a storyline. And I mean, I mean, I love the fact that let's be honest. Yeah, we didn't really mention it at the top of the show. Yeah. Dean Ambrose champion. Didn't see that coming. Fantastic. Love it. Love it. It's been far too long coming, but it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Uh, yeah, I completely, yeah. It, it is absolutely fantastic the, the way he did it. And he, he does feel like real, I don't want to say the pe- people's champion, but the people, you know, a lot of the fans are behind him. Him and really Seth Rollins seem to be the two biggest faces, funnily enough, and kind of John Cena sort of. So. Well, John, yeah, I see what you mean. It, definitely, he's, he's a guy who everyone can get behind. Well, yeah, he's the every man, isn't he? And, uh, he really is, yeah. And Seth Rollins is a guy who's who, like, as I think fate, as I think he should be, most of the good ones are, is that you like him because he's so good at being a bastard. Yes. That kind of thing. It's, it's like The Miz is a heel, but I don't find him entertaining. Seth Rollins, these days, Seth Rollins is so good at being a heel, I still like him. And that's why I wanted the bag that. That's true. And I think with the Miz, the reason why I think I think I don't find him entertaining is I, yeah. <laughs> I have so much trouble taking him seriously. Uh, no way. Mm. With the Miz, I'm a wimp. But I actually think I might have a slight chance with the Miz. 
Yeah, in the fight. I rem- you you yeah. said this many times. Yes, you, he's the sort of you sort of guy where you think. Well, well, you think, I mean, not me necessarily, is that you see him on TV, you still think, I could have him. Yeah, and, and I'm probably wrong. He could probably kick me off, let's be honest. But but just by looking at it, I, don't, I think, oh, you know, you know, uh, if I was in the ring with Jeff Rollins, yeah, I'd probably lose easily. Brock Lesnar, probably, probably lose, yeah. Um, um, any, any other people. I love the idea, I love it against Seth Rollins or Brock Lesnar, you would probably Punch lose. the chance. We would be Punch dis- the chance. We would be... Right. Di- we would be destroyed. No, no, with Brock Lesnar, it will be a kick in the nuts. Is the only thing that's going to save you, really, isn't it? Did you Did you say punter's punches chance? chance. Everyone's got a puncher's chance. Boxing. I've I've not. Oh, I've not heard no, the idea is basically everyone's got a puncher's chance in boxing. So you might have a, like a one to one thousand favorite or whatever, but the other guy, if he smacks him right and just uh, you know gets gets you know the the best punch, best angle, and knocks him out. That can happen, and that has happened, hasn't it, in sport? That's what they. So that's why they call it, you know, puncher's chance. Have you ever tried punching Mark Hunt? No, <laughs> no, no, I have not. I have, I, I, I have not. Well, next time you're in the area. <laughs> hello, how, how low can you go? Yeah, yeah, well, potentially. Um, yeah. So, but right, yeah, Roman Reigns. So his championship run has been a complete failure, has it not? Yes, okay. it has. Now. Yeah, the scary, uh, the no, scary no, thing no. is WWE. I think knew about suspension before he lost his title. They ah, I've heard talk of this as well. Now, this, for me, and the scary thing is, had it not been for his suspension, would he have continued to be the champion? Oh God, that's a thought. Yeah. Did they rush Ambrose in for that reason? Yeah, and I'm thinking that what they did was very, very good. It was the right thing for business. I think essentially, yeah. But I agree. was it was it the right thing for business based on what was an accident kind of out of the control of the WWE because of what Roman Reigns did, or did they actually think I think and if if it was on purpose, great WWE that wasn't the initial plan. I can't help feeling, but it, that it wasn't because they they still didn't get that Roman Reigns was not the guy for them. I see what you mean. I mean, even if. It's okay, and I know you were sort of thinking this anyway because I know your mind. <laughs> uh, it, even, and uh, and you know Mark Hunt, uh, but if basically uh, it, they were still thinking Reigns needs to carry the belt, he is the <laughs> guy, which is bollocks. Then that isn't good. But quite frankly, even if this is a contingency plan, it's a bloody good one, and I hope it makes them realise. Oh, hang on, he's getting the Ambrose getting the reaction that Reigns should. Yeah, have. I mean, a lot of things in wrestling, a lot of good things have happened by accident, haven't they? For, I mean, Absolutely. I mean, almost Bret Bret Hart, Steve Austin, the the, the double turn, for example, in the match. Yes, um, uh, you know, um, well, I know it wasn't an accident, but but it's happened out of the control to a certain degree of the WWE. Like you know, um, Vince McMahon. Brett screwed Brett and then becoming one of the best heels in the 90s. Yes. Daniel Bryan. Daniel, absolutely, of course, more recently. Yeah. Daniel Bryan, yeah. Absolutely. So, 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 even if it was an accident, yeah, I, I think we all agree that this is fantastic what's happened. Absolutely. I've just thought of, of, of a, a great example that you missed. If you don't Go for it. In. Austin 316 came out of a random it program. It did. Oh, yeah, of know? course it did. And then the, ne- and the very next day in Royal, there were lots of signs. Yes. But have you ever seen, I suspect you have, uh, a DVD Pro Wrestling Insiders? An inter- it's an interview with, I think you have, an interview with Vince Russo and Ed Ferrara. Oh, Farrara. yes. I, I thought you had, yeah. And well, the, for those who haven't, uh, they were talk, uh, they're being interviewed by a guy called Wade Keller. 
who's a very good wrestling journalist and works for uh, uh, Pro Wrestling Insiders, a website, and uh, it's a magazine, I'm not too sure. Anyway, they're doing like a shoot DVD thing uh, with Russo and Ferrara. And, and Russo said about the Austin 316 thing, and he was in charge of WWE Magazine mm. at the time. And he put on the cover the next day, Austin 316. And then Vince McMahon took one look at the cover and said, what's Austin 316? <laughs> no. I'm totally serious. He didn't hear the promo. And the next uh, and the next few days, he had no idea what it, what it was. Oh, dear. Oh, Vince. And yet, you think how much money it made him when he locked onto it. I know. I know. It, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it's weird little tales like that that keep wrestling so interesting and so much. It does. It, it does. It, it, it does. And I, th- I think wrestling's getting like that again. I think... Um, you know, with, with all the people they've got in, uh, you know, despite obviously our doubts about the brand split, I think if done, and yeah, I, I completely, I'm glad we both agree that they should really keep Raw and then reinvent SmackDown, even call it, make it a completely different identity. Because, because the, yeah, yeah, I like and then because think about it, in three or four years' time, when you've got the Raw, you know, upper mid card bloke or, or one of the Raw main eventers suddenly appear on a normal edition of SmackDown or whatever the other show, the B show is called, you know, um, yes, you, that's going to be a massive deal. You know, he shouldn't be here. What's he doing here? Yeah. Or whatever. You could start invasions angle. You could do defect defections, uh, you know, if done, if done right and not too frequent. And it would actually mean something. But the problem with the brand split, the last two or three years before they kind of gave up, it was just seriously, <clears throat> It was a it joke. Was. And they had their own, I mean, even with the brands of it, they had their own pay-per-views and they had the big ones. Now, what I've... Oh, yes, I forgot What I've that. heard uh, or read is they'll each have their own pay-per-views a month. I don't know how true that is. Because it used to be alternate pay-per-views, wasn't it? Every other pay-per-view was... Yeah. Yes, but this one, they're each going to have a pay-per-view a month. That's one of the plans. Wow. Which is, which is asking quite a lot, I think. It's a very odd thought. I mean, I'm going to assume that the reason they're going to do this is because now they have their mm. own network, it's not easy to stage pay-per-views. Yeah, it, it is, it is. So it'd be, inter- it'd be interesting, and I wonder... I mean, I don't mind... I used to really like the in-your-house pay-per-view, two hours long, didn't feel too long, mm. and I still think that's a good length. <coughs> so what do you think okay. about it? You're not getting the adverts, so you have a proper two-hour show. It's, and that's I think, true. you know, and, and I, if they are going to be two pay-per-views a month. I think two, three-hour pay-per-views a month, as well as your three-hour Raw and your extra two-hour the other show. That's a lot of wrestling. That is a lot to take in. That is a good point. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's like short, sharp to the point, I think is better. Yeah. Really. I mean, it's like with... You know, you mentioned earlier on, you think wrestling's looking really good right now or getting there. Uh, where I am at the moment with Raw is kind of like great segment, weird segment, great segment, weird segment. To me, it's it's a bit like that. Uh, I, this is not where you and I swap places again from a few years ago, where all of a sudden I'm high on it and you're down and or vice versa. We're not doing that again. But um, what I'm thinking is at the moment, you have Owens versus Zayn. Brilliant. Jericho and Ambrose. Brilliant. Roman. Oh, no, bollocks. Yeah, they, I agree. Oh, no, I can't, yeah. I can't question your yeah. logic there. Yeah. Yeah, Cena versus AJ, brilliant. Then you have Social Outcast, bollocks. Then you'll have New Day, brilliant. Then you'll have Golden Truth, bollocks. To me, it's, to me, it's a bit like that. It's a mix of brilliant and bollocks. Yeah, but then again, what was it? I was looking at some of the old Attitude Rules, and even that was some of really, really bad. So really, really bad stuff. But that it's actually quite funny now. Um, 
and then very, Fair very enough. good stuff. But you know, but yeah, yeah. But I know okay. you saw the segments. It's be like you've got a quality show, and they decide to have a food fight, for example, at the beginning of this one. This one, uh, I, was I thought right it was quite funny, one. but it was like, but it was really, really funny. But I thought, okay, but it, then I struggled to take anything seriously for the next half hour, <laughs> which was which was the problem. But then again, I think it was quite a throwaway show anyway. But so. Do you did you mean to say throw away when you talked about a food fight? <laughs> very good, very good, yeah. And then you had the women's segment of War and Raw wasn't too great, was it either? If I remember. Oh, uh, br- br- with, with the with the kick that it wasn't the kick, and then she reacted to it. If I remember. Oh yeah, that's vaguely familiar. Yeah, yeah. That was funny. Uh, what do you think of Dave? I think she's right. Um, but I, I think like a lot of people, and this was evident, so I think um, Dave Meltzer was talking about it with, for example, people like Chris Masters and, uh, you know, you know um, Drew Galloway, Drew McIntyre, um, mm-hmm. is they are cl- clearly they're quite talented, but sometimes I feel they're, if WWE like you, um, as they were saying, sometimes that's the worst thing. If they really like you in, in while you're developing your talents, for example, in NXT, they'll push you too ah. quick. They'll put you on the main card way before you're ready a lot of the time. And I think Baron Corbin is a, is another very good example of you do have this guy. Yeah. He's clearly talented, but he's up there too quick. I mean, and I think Chris Masters was another person. He had this wonderful gimmick. It was done really well. But after, for example, his few with Shawn Michaels, uh, he went nowhere really. Um, he kind of stayed at the upper mid carder and then and then, and then went. And that's happened. Drew Mac- Drew, Drew McIntyre is another one. They clearly have a lot of talent, but they're pushed too quick, too soon. I don't know. As as so chucked in the deep end, literally yeah. before they can. Yeah, and I think that's what exactly what's happened potentially yeah. Dana Brooke. Hmm. So you don't think she's doing? Too I don't great? think. No, I, I I think she. I think she. Is, she's not bad, but I, I think she could do so much better given another six to six months to a year worth of work maybe on on NXT and have her really ready, you know, um, you know, really really good promos, really really good matches. I mean, hey, everyone makes mistakes. Oh, I can do what they do. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, and, and I think that WWE are, are is sometimes in danger of doing that too much, particularly now when we've got a brand split split coming up when they need more people as well. For example, as I said, I said, um, no, yeah, yeah. sorry, I know I didn't say much then. I'll uh, take it in. Sorry, Baron Carol. Corbin, what's your opinion on him? I find him a bit odd. Yeah, I've, I've said this in the past. I've, I, I, I remember one point I said that NXT was brilliant apart from Baron Corbin. I find him odd. He, he's, he is, he doesn't. He is, he, he's getting better. He doesn't quite click with me, though. But I don't... No. I'm is it a saying. case of... Is it, is it like... Is he like another Roman Reigns where there's, there is some kind of talent there or you can see why he could be a big star, but I don't know yeah. why I don't see him as a big star. I don't know why it doesn't quite click with me, but there's something... Well, I, I, I don't think he has much charisma. No. Okay, true. And in the ring, as he's getting better... But I don't know. I just I, I don't th- I I know he's sort of mentioned with Reigns. You say I don't think he's the complete no, package no. yet. I think I think he needs to work a lot more on getting some personality out of him because you, you've got there is a thing that wrestling promoters do sometimes. And maybe I shouldn't say it's because I'm not a promoter, but where I think they see a wrestler and think he doesn't have much personality, so I think we'll give him like the cold, calculating, silent but deadly type personality. And therefore, it will work. 
But I'm not sure if it does, because what you tend to end up with is a wrestler who, um... Oh, God. A wrestler who, they try and do that to hide that there's not much personality. Mm-hmm. But I think if there isn't much personality, the fans see that quite quickly. They, yeah, yeah, they, they do. I think it's risky. I was, and it would be wrong, really, to use this example. It's wrong. But I was going to suggest Goldberg. But then again, Goldberg, even though, let's be honest, he's not a very good promo guy, but he has so much personality coming to the ring. That didn't really count, but he yeah. was that he was the epitome of the example of how well the silent type can do if done if my but that's, still yeah that's true. That's, yeah, his in ring yes. charisma was enormous in a way that doesn't in a way never went away. It's kind of hard to define yeah. with Goldberg because you get some people who are who are in the ring brilliant but don't talk very well. And then you've got somebody who talked brilliantly and therefore in the ring things mean more. Goldberg would barely speak at all. But even for his first match, something about his ring work and the way he sp- and the his demeanour, where even though you didn't know who he was and therefore didn't shouldn't have cared much, you still yes, did. Yes, yeah, absolutely. It was really weird, but... Yeah, on paper, when you actually look at it, it shouldn't really have worked as well as it did, but as he said. No, it really shouldn't have. Uh, yeah, a retired... Yeah, uh, but footballer who wasn't that as a footballer. Fucking hell! Look what happened. There. I know, I know. Fair play to him. At, oh, absolutely. And isn't he in the new the the new game? I believe he might be. Yes. Yes, you can you can have Goldberg in the next WWE games. I'm not a gamer these days. Well, I never was much. But uh, that is that's quite appealing. I've been playing Goldberg for the first time in God knows how long. That's absolutely. oh yeah, absolutely yeah. Um. I mean, I'm here, and here are the other people that, that may well, you know, be in one of the Hall of Fame classes within the next two or three years. I can see that coming as well. Oh, definitely, especially if they're doing the game deal. Uh, yeah, yeah. The minute they did that, it kind of made me wonder. Um, so, yes. yeah. Um, and 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 if that's the case, they need him. They need to have him do some kind of segment on at WrestleMania. Then, if he is doing his Hall of Fame, or some kind of running. Or yeah, something. yeah. He, well, not, not literally running. Well, yeah, you know. I mean, you, you'll get the cocky heel coming out saying he's the best. Gorg's music hits, he comes in, does his entrance, and just jackhammers him and leaves. That's all you need, is it really? That's, so it's all you need to do with Goldberg, yeah. as you say. It's like the NXT theory. Keep it Absolutely. Or uh, <laughs> he he nicks, uh, he nicks someone's briefcase money in the bank, comes in at the end of a match, yeah. then walks with the belt, never to be seen again. Oh, what an entomania. <laughs> yeah, completely pointless, but cheered, cheered revered, yeah. and remembered nonetheless. It would be absolutely astonishing. And then, like I say, you go the next day going, was I? Was that, yeah, where's the belt gone? We've got to make a new belt. So, well, there we go. Something like that, um, yeah. Yeah, so, so, um, uh, yeah, so Roman Reigns, big, big fat failure. I hope he doesn't get the title. I mean, Mike had had, for example, Roman Reigns after Mania turned heel. That I, I honestly feel that really would have helped him because he would get booed and he could have just be in that cocky. He could have been just a heel, a heel without much personality. For him, the way he, the way he was, the way he standing was was a lot better than a face without any personality because he was clearly failing as a face. This I can't yeah. lie. I mean, one thing with Reigns. This is something I wanted to to, to bring up with you. I was curious how you what you think of this. With you know, whenever someone is suspended or they, what well, not is it? You know, when if someone messes up mm-hmm. backstage, and you and I have always said that they should be punished backstage with a fine yep. or a suspension, rather than having them job out on TV and therefore look weaker and they're never taken seriously again because of one mess up, one screw up backstage. With Roman Reigns, he's been suspended. Now that's good 
that they're keeping his... Obviously, it's a drug thing, so that he's going to be suspended either way. But do you think... And is it hypocritical of me that a bit of me thinks if you're suspended, you probably don't deserve to do a title match? No, am I being, you're, you're, am I going am I going against am I going against myself? You are you are, you are on a way. Um yeah, you are. But then but yeah. so many times though when the wrestlers done that, that WWE have cut their nose off despite the face. Uh, to, yeah. yeah um and, and but, but with Roman with Roman Reigns, you can't kind of help um but always yeah, it's gonna make me sound like a hypocrite. But he's been given this position. Um everyone everyone's booing yeah. him and he's kind of like thrown it away. I'm like, you know, with it, Almost reminds me of when Rob Van Dam got caught having obviously both sides. Oh yeah, and it's a case of at that point I felt okay, yeah, you're a dick, really, and you kind of like as much as it yes. pains me to uh, um you know to see you lose out, you kind of deserve that because you've tried so hard to come off as serious for the WWE management to get you because everyone else takes you seriously, all your fans are behind you, and yes. that really was I yes. felt getting caught like that was fuck you to company and the fans at the same time knowing what happened. It was absolutely stupid. He was driving the wrong. I think it was, he was driving the wrong way up a motorway while high. Yeah. You, you, him and with he, Sabu. What that? And you know what? You from that day, uh, maybe it's con- maybe it's con- I don't know. Let's get your thoughts, Mike. I would. I, I'm going to say that he never, his career never actually recovered properly to those heights ever again. Oh. To those heights? No, it didn't. It, it, it did. It recovered. But not to those heights, no. I agree with you. No, because he was basically, yeah. you know, for a couple of weeks, he was the man in wrestling, wasn't he? Everyone was talking about him. Absolutely. Yeah, finally. But, uh, as you say, it was kind of his own fault. Where's Tony's own yeah, fault? Yeah, and it kind of is quite similar to Roman Reigns. He's got all this. He's being pushed, despite, obviously, you know, they, they despite the lack of confidence in the fans, the, you know, the management are clearly behind him. And he's kind of made that mistake. He, obviously, knowing that they do wellness policy i mean maybe he had to take him maybe maybe you know um he felt well, i don't had know to. maybe he needed to take i think it was amphetamines or something like that he got suspended for um i, I don't okay. know for sure but i don't know maybe he felt he had to because he was suffering and it helped him i don't know um you know we we're I, we don't walk in his shoes but no but yeah. yeah um i do think though i do kind of feel you probably don't deserve to be in the main event but i also don't think you should be dropped out and made to look weak either it's a tricky balancing yeah, act, yeah. isn't it? I mean, I just, you don't yeah. want Zack Ryder coming out and pinning him in, three, in two minutes, like they have done before. Exactly. Exactly, like when Cesaro was getting pushed and he was on something the next two roles yodeling as some kind of punishment. And you think they no. don't need to do it on TV because when the punishment is done, they're just not going to take him seriously anyway whatsoever. I mean, by all means, find them, take it out, take it out of their money, or do anything else. But at the end, of, but but at the end of the day, you are going to have, you're going to take your product. Yes, and, and and it just hurts the the rest of the long term, which, as you say, messes up the product. So, yeah, it is a bit bizarre. But with with Reigns, I think it's an extreme. Mm. And like I said, I I don't know if I'm being hypocritical or not, but there is a bit of me, like I said, thinks that you're suspending him, you're making a big deal of him, and then leaving him in this big touch. Why? I mean, it'd always be better for Stephanie O'Shea to come out and cut a promo and say, no, you you know you you failed the fans. You fail the WWE, you got, you know, you could make it into a storyline, you know, you start from the bottom and work your way back up again, maybe, I don't know, you know, um, yeah. I guess that would be making, you know, um, uh, level eight out of lemons, really, wouldn't it, for that, for that situation, but, yeah. um, but there we go. Uh, 
Could, could, I'm trying to think, in the past, as you say, they've been very good at making lemonades, dodgy lemons, or whatever you call it, because they've seen the positive in something. I'm trying to think of what positive we could have about range. You're right, there's that one of him starting from the bottom, and now people like start to get on his bandwagon again. I'm trying to think, could we have a gimmick where range is some kind of dealer? <laughs> nah, I don't think WWE would ever do that in the PG era. Um, but yeah, no, no, that would be quite, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? And then he hangs out with the Godfather, and he sells um, the uh, illicit substances in one of the Godfather's clubs. Yes, there we go. There's a thought. And Gangrel is in there, and he goes, "What am I?" And he goes, "Why am I here?" Yes, I'm yes, yes. A uh, a uh, overweight vampire. That's, That's it. Okay, good old Gangrel. The best, the best kind of vampire. What was he actually good at wrestling, Gangrel? When he saw his matches, I don't, I don't think he was. Was he? I don't remember them being anything that no. special. But he was in the business for a long time, so it must have been okay. Yeah. But I don't remember him being anything brilliant. No. I just remember an odd frilly shirt. Yeah, with blood. He walks out with blood. With blood. His entrance was cool. The entrance was good, but mm, I can't remember anything else being that. <laughs> no, no. That Sadly, I, I don't want to sound harsh, but. No, uh, unfortunately, I think you're right. So yeah. So um yeah um I, I mean I mean I think the women are looking really good that that women's resolution revolution that started you know well nearly two years ago now. Um, yes, indeed. I mean I mean the these revolution thing is clearly is clearly died now. But as you said the women's division is looking so much better than it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're doing that cruiserweight thing as well, aren't they? The oh, the cruiserweight mm-hmm. classic. Yes, this thing on the network. Yeah, it's like thirty-two non-WWE wrestlers from around the world, stick them together and book them in a tournament, put it on the network. I like that. It shows that they have their ear to the ground for some good indie yeah, talent. Yeah, and I, I remember, for example, do you remember when SmackDown was the home of the Cruiserweights? Yeah. I do, yeah. And, and one good thing the brand split did do in the earlier days was it made the US yes. and the Intercontinental Championship actually mean a bit more. Well, I mean, because they're on different shows. Yes, because they're on different shows. You had contenders. The storylines were... On the whole, slightly better. Well, that makes sense. But I guess we'll see. I, mean, I think one rumour, John Cena's going to be on SmackDown as well. He's also a rumour. Well, I could, I could sort of see that happening as he's probably not going to be around a hell of a lot longer. No. The idea of him being the biggest star on the... I don't want to say the second show based on what we said earlier, but you know what I mean? That would sort of make... But sense. everyone's still going to see it as the second show when you call it SmackDown. Now... Yeah. That is a problem. Yeah. Yeah. That may go away, but it, it's going to be more than a year or two, I think, fasting when it go away. It will take a while. Yeah. There's no doubt about that, unfortunately. But like you say, if booked right, it could happen. It just depends if WWE have the patience, I suppose. Yeah. To make it a more long-term project. Well, yeah, they do. And they, they've proven they can be patient, because look at Roman Reigns. How much they, they still try to push him despite all this. So it does show when they want to do something, yeah. they can actually... They, they do try. Yeah, I hadn't thought of it like that. That's a very so, good point. But there we go. Um, I think so. I think I think that's most things up to date. We've got um. Then I don't know when. When's the next pay per view? The twenty fourth. So we'll month. be doing at least well, hopefully at least one more show uh, before the pay per view. Oh, I'm sure. Um, and yeah. that pay per view, I'm trying to think uh, what pay per view that is. I've got the li- I've got a list of events. Battleground. Battleground. That's it. WWE Battleground. That's the one. You excited? Oh, excuse me. Are you excited? I'm excited now. I've heard you. That, that, that was a bloody hiccup. Well, whichever one it was, I enjoyed it. 
Uh, I don't know. Battleground, there's only really the main event so far. I'm excited for that main event, despite the controversy. Uh, other than that, there isn't really much to know yet. No. So I can't be excited but yet. It scares me, doesn't it? They're doing this brand split, and it's now Friday the 8th of July. So we've basically yeah. got two weeks. Is it, yeah, two weeks to go on Sunday. And we've only had... Yes, indeed. We've only got one event done. Ridiculous. That is that is a bit weird. I see. Yeah, uh, and unfortunately, it's it's a case that they do all of the time. They do that all, and I don't know. They, they don't. They think they do seem to, and they, I, mean, this, I think this is holding them back somewhat. Have a, like a lack of foresight, a lack of planning. Yeah, I know what you mean. It, it sometimes, it, I I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the way we're perceiving it, but. Paper, but booking does seem a little more last minute these days. Yeah, it does. It it does. Um, I mean, some of it's been. That that of course that might that might not be the case. Of course, we could be completely wrong. But I, I don't know. No. Yeah. Well, let's. I guess let's hope we're wrong. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, they stuck to their gun because we're always right. We are normally. I mean, they stuck to their guns with Triple H versus Roman Reigns, for example. They're like, no, that's happening. Whatever happens. So. Oh, so yeah, yeah, I don't know why they can't. It's, well, why it seems strange that we feel that they're, they're maybe not doing it at the moment. Um, and, and I'm not saying the main storylines are pretty much up there. I don't have a problem with that, that they're booking for the main storylines. But it's just like, you know, the yeah, the true. upper mid-car stuff, like the, your co-main events, the downward seem to be a bit um, messed up. Um, other than, for example, the Divas. Uh, not Divas, women now, as quite rightly, as they should be called. I, I, I knew that you'd be pleased. I know it was a while ago now that, that they chased away oh, with that. God. Back to no, something. no more vagina yeah. about, thank God. <laughs> so, but there we go. Um, do you have anything to say to our lovely fans before we go, the mic? Hey, Macarena. Good night. Monday Night Raw, the WWE Sports Entertainment, Entertainment Entertainment, the state of Florida, the country of the United States, the Western Hemisphere, the planet Earth, the heavens above, the galaxies, the craft that we love the universe, and now. Oh, yeah! We'll never. Again! Yeah.